Welcome to the Ape Talks. As always, this is your host, Mr. Ape, and I hope you enjoy the 39th installment of me talking to someone else, Brahim. This time you miss me, right? I, I, I have <laughs> missed you quite a bit. I haven't seen you for a couple days, which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane to me, like, not to see you for a couple days. That's I like, miss wow. you too. I feel like I've been going through withdrawal or something, <laughs> you know? But I'm, I'm Oof, happy. I'm, I'm that addictive. Nice. You are, yeah. You know what? You're almost as, addic- as addictive to me. As you are addicted to League of Legends mobile, you know, <laughs> yeah. Wild Rift. But uh, yeah, man, I'm really happy to see you. You're looking good with the blue shirt, Thanks. matching my theme. It's going to look great in the thumbnail. Hopefully. You know what's fucking crazy, man? Like uh, fractals. You know what fractals are? I've like seen the, that documentary. You saw the documentary? Yeah. Really? The whole yeah. thing? Yeah. The one I sent you about yeah. fractals? Uh, I, I knew they, they existed in nature, uh, how they form uh, all over the place, but like... Uh, I didn't know more details about it and how they use it. So it, I, I had some interesting ideas from there. I feel like I torture you every time I make you watch documentaries. <laughs> yeah, I hate documentaries in general. But the, there's this other documentary, because I'm, I'm a documentary spammer, that I just watched uh, called Chaos, Something Something Chaos. And it's about like how there's chaos in everything. Mm-hmm. And even in mathematics, if yeah, we comp- sure. like, uh, there are some things that if we understand them perfectly... In every way, like we understand all the formulas correctly, mm-hmm. there will still be like chaos for sure. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I need to see that documentary, but like in math, uh, it's it's established that you can't actually prove anything with math, you know. That's there's crazy. A, the, yeah, there's a theorem called incompleteness theorem that says that math the, the, doesn't answer every question. Huh. So what the fuck is the point? <laughs> it, right? does, it, doesn't, it does answer many questions, but not, not like every question. Okay, but it makes but and everything is not one hundred percent at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Even in math, like you said, you said the foundations. You you can't prove the foundations, so you assume them and go from there, and then um, prove things based on these uh, axioms. You know. Damn. Yeah. So is, is it weird, like knowing that? It is weird. Like, like I lost faith in math for for a period of time. It's like <laughs> after, losing faith in religion. <laughs> after knowing it, yeah. That's crazy. B- because you'd, you'd think that math is the absolute truth, and uh, but it's actually based on something that we did not prove. It's it's about choices, you know. Like, if, if you trust these actions, which feel very natural, like saying that uh, if something is true and something is true, that makes the whole statement, which combines both, is true. You know, like these natural things... Uh, logical things but what you can't actually provide a proof um, you have to learn to accept few things to uh, go from there you know what do you mean by exactly by choices because you're choosing to uh, like I, I have faith in it just like in religion you know people believe in God they t- take a leap of faith and then they build everything afterwards like God will send messengers and these messengers will have books and etc so it's like you have to have faith in mathematics almost yeah true Wow, and I didn't never thought of science that way. I always thought of science as like somewhat of a sure thing. Yeah, you know, that's crazy, that's insane. But then there's a lot of shit in science that we're just we know and it just works too. There's yeah, that the, element. Yeah, that, exactly. And uh, if we if we were able to find a counter example for the actions why they don't work, like prove that they don't work, it's it's, it's actually gonna destroy us. But like it, it will help us know that these actions can be false but it's so hard to find these you know why do you think it would destroy us no knowing that the actions <laughs> were actually false you know how would that destroy us 
because math would fall apart you know really like it's it's uh, theoretically it would fall apart it still applies in real life it's very useful in many uh, fields but, but like uh, mathematicians will lose faith in math you know <laughs> they've been building it for more than uh, t- uh, 10 centuries or more i don't know and then now it's all collapsing but didn't that happen in like the 20th century didn't everyone lose faith i forget the name of the principle that it's based on the thing we just talked about when people discovered that like uh-huh. nothing is for sure in math was, was i think that was in the 20th century yeah i think so because you know that you know that centuries yeah, yeah. it's so weird like the yeah. system like we say we add one like if it's the ninth like 1900s it's not the it makes sense because century. the first century was the first hundred years you know okay yeah i guess <laughs> I don't know. To but me, but it's, it, it's, it feels I... yeah yeah like when you think about it, heck, no, why are we saying it's it's the 1900s but it's the 20th century? Yeah, yeah. but like you know, like what ha- what do you think happened to most mathematicians? Remember, I once asked you like, what if math didn't exist? You know, how would you feel? <laughs> it's it's almost like like losing faith in faith in something. It's like a religion that everyone believed in, and every, it's like one and then that it would, got destroyed. Yeah. Something like that happened. Yeah. you know, like the prophet of this religion isn't real anymore. Like yeah. what? Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. How do you, how do you like, how did you think people took it like that? You know, how did the mathematicians take it when they were told that shit, do you think? Uh, that math was disproven. M- many will kill themselves. <laughs> really? Uh, like mathematicians are, are very, uh, usually are very, uh, they, they usually very uh, love math deeply, you know, much more than uh, other uh, sciences. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, they're gonna be like really destroyed. Now, maybe not kill themselves, but like they, they will be depressed. Yeah, I mean, fuck. I can't. I just the magnitude of that, and what's also beautiful about it is in the chaos of things, like there's also these certainties that we know for sure. But this, we give medicine to people, and we barely understand how it works. Yeah. Like we know antibiotics works, but we don't really understand exactly how it works. Like yeah. we have an idea. But it's it's crazy. Like we just give you these pills and they make you better. <laughs> it is crazy, yeah, man. They're doing some random stuff and then finding a solution—it's pretty weird, you know. Yeah, like how did people discover medicine? Like how many people had to die, like trying weird shit in the forest, until they found what worked? The herbs that work, yeah. The magnitude of poisonous shit that is just out there is crazy. Really, nature? Yeah. I, th- I thought there there's only some kind of mushrooms that's poisonous. No, there's all kinds of shit. There's there's this garden or like this uh, place I think I forget in which country where it's just a bunch of poisonous plants that are just there that you can go see, uh-huh. and they're all lethal basically or like really bad for you. I so see. like like there's a lot, bro, and they're all scattered, and they're a lot, a lot like berries. Some berries look like berries you'd eat normally, and some of them are just poisonous. Yeah, sometimes you just come out of the cave and you want some <laughs> berries, <laughs> and <laughs> then you die. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's scary. But like food in general must have been so annoying. Like I I walk to my fridge and I just open it and I just devour what I see. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like back then, I, like I have some fish that I, that have been drying for a month that I've been slowly like picking on like that i put on these sticks to dry in the sun and they taste like shit but i'm starving <laughs> and then i i wake up in this fucking cold day with no coffee just i drink some river water that's been boiled and i'm all miserable and i have to look for food bro oh, how exhausting but, but like some people were living in uh, in groups you know and uh, like the, the, not all people were in the forest and uh, in the woods 
Yeah, like yeah. if you live in a big tribe, you just yeah. wake up and eat from the food, and everyone looks at you like, "What did you catch? When was the last time you went hunting?" I'm like, "Leave me alone, man! I just, I just, I just went through a breakup with my girlfriend." You know what I mean? Tahana's not talking to me anymore. You know, <laughs> like we want to see you on the hunting team next week, or you're out of the tribe. I'm like, okay, fuck off. You know, yeah. it's hilarious, but fuck. Like, some people say like they wish they lived in the future. But I don't know, like, what the future could be. Like, right now, I feel like it's a great time to be alive, as fucked up as the problems we have are. Mm-hmm. But, like, like, would, like, it's like looking at Mars. Would you want to live on Mars? Fuck no. How horrible. Like, you can't live on the surface. You have to live underground in some tunnel. You might as well live in some abandoned Russian bunker from the Soviet <laughs> era, you know? Why can't you live on the surface? Because it's not good for you. Because, you know, the things that, like, what the, the thing that's around the Earth... The, the layer of something around the earth mm-hmm. the uh, uh, thing that protects us from all the radiation from the sun and stuff yeah they don't mars doesn't really have that uh-huh. so uh you know it's okay. not gonna be great for you to <laughs> <laughs> but there is a way i'm sure that you know that they'll come up with some way but yeah. like such a headache you know what i mean like if you're if you're hungry and you and you're living in Mars and you wake up and you open the fridge you're like fuck this is the rations of everyone i can't just eat tw- twice the ma-. you know what i mean yeah And where do you dump all that garbage, you know? Like, like you have a, the whole planet. Uh, <laughs> dump it or whatever you want. Fuck, imagine being the first guy to throw garbage on Mars. <laughs> it's bad, but like, uh, that's how we live. Yeah, like they should make like the packaging edible. Just to make, just just so you don't waste anything, you know? Like, do you think we're going to get to a time where the packaging is edible? Uh, I, I don't think you want to eat something that's full of uh, bacteria and stuff. You know, li- like packaging usually is used to protect food from wicked bacteria. So you might as well just send the food uh, without packaging <laughs> rather than making the packaging uh, edible. What, what what if the bacteri- uh, the, the packaging was antibacterial and edible? Make the food... You just uh, like rinse it in water? Li- like just make the food uh, antibacterial. It's it's some it's something much simpler, you know. Because some people like yeah. turn plates into like edible things. So yeah. like you eat the dish and you eat the plate too. Like it's a piece <laughs> of bread or something. It's like a shaped as a plate. Yeah. You know, that's fucking yeah. cute. Yeah. When people do think of that, come up with it, like weird shit like that, you know? Yeah, it's cool. But in terms of... But it's also like quite chaotic when you when you go into the kitchen and like you have to cook something. What's what would you say is the most annoying thing to cook that you've cooked? I I once made this. Uh, it wasn't annoying to cook, but like I did, I put the flour before uh, something else, and uh, it turned out to, uh, in its shape was not as good as uh, I wanted it to be. But like um, that's what he said. I, I, <laughs> I wouldn't say it was annoying, you know. What 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 was it that you were trying to cook? You never it's, mentioned. It's it. like a, an apple pie cake or something like this. You tried making an apple pie? That's pretty advanced. Like, it's a, it's a hybrid uh, thing between a cake and a pie or something, yeah. That's insane. Man, I forgot what was it. So <laughs> I should check it again. But, like, yeah, I think that that was the name of the recipe. Like, have you ever had friends over? Okay, you've had me over and you've cooked. Yeah. Like, did, chicken. Did you, you threw chicken nuggets in the oven, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like, I once made, like, pasta for a couple friends, two friends. This Cambodian guy who never, eaten, who never ate pasta. And like, uh, like some people you meet have like weird little problems, like like that emotionally have scarred them when they were a child. Yeah. Like um, so I like I'm I made like pasta with pesto because they've never had pesto. They're mm-hmm. both Cambodian guys, and um, I'm I gave him a glass of milk with the past with the pesto because pesto is sticky and shit. So you want something nice mm-hmm. that's easy to water to to swallow all that stuff, 
you know, glass of water works too. I don't know why I just went for milk. <laughs> so um, I remember I, I made the food and I put the glasses of milk in front of both guys, right? And when I put it to the one guy, he got so pissed. He's like, I'm not baby. I don't drink milk. I'm not baby. I'm like, holy shit, man. It's just milk. You know what I mean? He's like, no, I'm not baby. Remove milk. You know, he was so pissed at me. Man. And I, I was just, I looked and I'm like, holy shit, man. It's just. Like, and oh, and the other guy was okay. With the other guy, him. he lived in Canada and he lived in oh, like, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Cambodia a little bit, but he's mostly like Canadian. Okay. But like uh, the, the other, the. The guy who got pissed was just like a Cambodian guy who never left Cambodia. And some re- weird thing happened to him when he was a child. Maybe someone teased him at school for drinking milk. No, I, I don't think so. Maybe it's just a cultural thing that uh, grown-up uh, men uh, don't eat, uh, don't drink milk uh, in Cambodia. I don't know. It was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, it was terrifying. I never saw him mad in my life. Yeah. He was like the most sweet, polite, you know. Really nice guy. and Yeah, um, like, lesson learned. Don't uh, ever serve uh, milk to a Cambodian guy. I, I don't know. if it, it's, it's just I feel like it's more likely that that guy, just something happened to him when he was a kid. Some chaos erupted. But, but was the pasta fresh? Of course not. Who do you think I am? You think I'm like some Italian chef who went to Italy and learned how to make pasta? From, like from, no way, bro. It was packaged pasta, bro. D- I'm in Cambodia. You think I'm going to make pasta? I'm, I'm disappointed. Out of scratch in my little apartment? Are you crazy? Hell no. Like, um, but, oh yeah, like cleaning that shit afterwards was such a headache. Yeah, man. Like I had like a big like thing to clean and yeah. all the plates and the cups and the cup of milk that the guy didn't drink that I had to drink. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to waste the milk. Like that's the, <laughs> that's the more annoying thing about, uh, about cooking, cleaning afterwards, you know? Yeah, like I just, I had to do like all things by hand and I'm like, fuck this. I'm not hosting anyone here. <laughs> you know what I mean? After that. Because, like, it's a lot of work, like, just running a kitchen. I can't wait till the day where, like, it's all automatic. Like, you, like the AI, like, gives you the plate of food. Welcome, guys. Sorry, the food is not great. My AI has been a bit glitchy. I didn't do the latest update. Then food will have no soul, you know? People say that uh, uh, food has soul. And even if you do the same, two people do the same recipe or with the, the exact same ingredients, it's going to be different. I, I don't believe in this, but, like... <laughs> The idea of soul in cooking, yeah, like soul food, for example, yeah, like, hmm, it's an interesting concept, but like we don't apply it to other things, like in cooking, because there's flavors, and you know, we perceive flavors in different ways, you know, like paintings and stuff, everyone has their own interpretation of it, Yeah. but like, let's say, we have a mechanic who's fixing your bike, you can't say, oh, there's no love in his mechanics. <laughs> you know, it's, he's either a good mechanic and he did it the right thing or he's a shitty mechanic. Yeah. It's that simple. It's like math. You know what it is? That's either wrong or that's right. Yeah. You know, but like, I think cooking, if it's done in it, like now you can't have like factory tasting food. Like if you go to a big cafeteria where people are just pumping out food just to fucking make it out of their misery it's their job and they're like fuck i have to feed these motherfuckers <laughs> yeah it's gonna taste disgusting but like you can program love right? you can like i'm sure if you can teach an ai how to like care about shit or like how to uh, like understand basic human feelings you can also teach it how to understand love and how to put use that love but but the whole idea about ai that they're efficient because they have no feelings you know the uh like you don't want them to feel tired you don't want them to feel sad you don't you know now if it's like let's say i have an ai that cooks for me maybe i want to have a conversation with it too you know yeah. while it's cooking for me yeah it can trick you that that they're caring but they're not actually caring you know 
It'll it'll feel like I'm talking to like I don't know an aunt or a mom or my grandma while while I'm getting like this robotic yeah, meal yeah, served. Yeah, like well, they they won't have true feelings. You just have to pretend, you know. I don't know if you have to pretend. And it's the same thing, like even with human beings. Sometimes you have to pretend to be happy to see someone, or sometimes you have to be pretend to like, like oh my god, I'm so I'm so happy you are okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you you always talk to people, bro, and. Uh, it's just more polite to do certain things in certain situations because you don't want to be an asshole. Like, yeah. It's good to be real with people, but like you have to be nice. As much as sometimes I feel like, you know what, not everyone has to be nice. It's okay to be an asshole sometimes. But generally, your life personally for you becomes easier and you become stronger the nicer you are. Mm-hmm. Because uh, if I was an asshole, it would make me weaker because it would make things easier. But when I, I'm nice, I have to be weak. And being weak makes you stronger in that way. So, so, like, if I'm if I'm doing something that puts me at risk of like getting hurt by being nice, like I'm understanding my weakness, and in turn, I'm becoming stronger. If that makes any sense. Mm. Like, the more I talk about my weaknesses, the stronger I become, because the you're more you're more aware of them. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than if I talk about if I sit here talk about how strong I am, I'm first of all I'm gonna sound like an asshole. Yeah. Right, and then second of all, I'm gonna be so arrogant in in the way I like conduct myself. I'm gonna physically get my ass kicked by someone. Yeah, yeah. Eventually. Like, like you'll be overconfident, like what happens in League of Legends when uh, <laughs> when you uh, you stick to one champion and you think uh, he's he's like uh, the the guy that's gonna win you all the matches, uh, and be overconfident with his abilities. It's different when when you play someone new and you stay like play play it safe and uh, get better results. Yeah, calmness is so important too, yeah. even in like competitive games or just in like competitive situations or like tense situations in life like if you're really really angry and you just like vent at your team like oh my god you guys suck <laughs> this is the worst fucking team <laughs> fuck Oops. you all you're all trolling stop feeding on mid lane you're all bots <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> i wish i had a bot instead of you what you know people get so pissed and if you look at it from a technical strategic perspective let's say i had a really bad teammate Yeah. In my team, if I told, if I raged at him, would that if would that make us lo- more likely to win? No, but but like uh, you should give him a warning, you know. No, like uh, be careful. I'm not saying you shouldn't say yeah, anything. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying, is this approach just effective? Then, uh, yeah, no, you you shouldn't be like raging at him. Yeah, of course not, because yeah. what you do is you put him in a like stressed state of mind where yeah. he's more likely to start feeding. To you know? take more risks to to actually like prove himself that uh, no, yeah, you know right. like. What you could say is like, hey man, be careful on mid lane. Like she's a really good. Yeah. The enemy team is really dangerous. Yeah. Like you know, be more defensive, something like that. Yeah. But like, hey, you fucker, you know, <laughs> like fuck you and your mother. <laughs> like people go all yeah, into. Yeah, it gets crazy <laughs> sometimes <laughs> in the chat. I don't know why people like. Okay, I take it seriously, but like, man, when I was a kid, <clears throat> like when I watch a video, I used to, I used to dislike a lot on YouTube. Like now, I never dislike. It's so rare that I find yeah. myself disliking a video. By the way, please uh, don't dislike this. <laughs> But like, it's, and now people are gonna dislike it like, on just, purpose. Just to fuck with me. <laughs> But you know what? Dislike the video. Fuck it. <laughs> But like, uh, it, when I was a kid, I would fucking dislike a lot. Like, even if I saw a small mistake, like fuck you, I noticed it. <laughs> dislike, <laughs> you know. But like, um, <clears throat> like within the past three, four years, I kind of stopped disliking shit. Because it's it's the same principle of kindness. 
just move on like i can give video. a comment just to tell the guy hey like you did this mistake no it's better to, uh, to avoid it next time yeah but then at the same time like let's say you're a parent and someone tells you hey you're doing you're making this mistake with your kid you're gonna tell him to fuck off I'm, i want to i'm my own parent who are you to give me a parental advice you know so giving advice is so annoying and it's so it's it's such a bad thing in general because it's so hard to do it and make people listen to it even if you know what's right it it can be it's uh, always uh, like it can have just a complicated solution you know i don't know and it's good to say i don't know you know like so many of us don't know shit but like what's crazy is when one of us knows something and like we're so sure of what we do know <laughs> it's fucking insane yeah like, every uh, everyone who's so sure about what they know is is like arrogant i guess like there's this really fascinating guy in russia who came up with this mixture that like continues to change colors like green blue, blue it keeps spinning a lot it's really weird yeah. and he wrote some report on it senator like the head scientists in russia or whatever and they were like this is bullshit this is impossible <laughs> and he was so depressed and he left and it, but it was based on like the pattern stuff that this other mathematician discovered yeah this guy who helped crack codes in the uk and then man that guy had a hard rap so he was this really cool guy who was gay and uh he he like basically helped the allies the uh, nazi war decode like nazi codes and shit so yeah. he saved thousands of lives but what's really sad is like um i think this guy he was dating like uh robbed him and he called the cops on him or something and then the, they arrested both of them they were like <laughs> you know what you you took advantage of him because he's just a poor guy you're an educated guy you made him gay <laughs> and like you you have two outcomes yeah. we're either going to inject you with like uh testosterone some some weird injections that are gonna fuck you up or you gonna go to prison what do you want and like he was an amazing scientist who discovered like the whole pattern thing and uh they were like he was like okay i'm just gonna go home or something i don't know he got access to some cyanide which is poison and he injected it into an apple and just took a bite out of it fucking ended Mm. himself yeah you know this guy from the imitation game right yeah yeah he's he's i think the same guy that he's based on i'm not sure but like yeah i'm sure yeah it's sad (sighs) Like, uh, like we we've we've fucked over so many important people, just because we at the time you know. Yeah, we were not accepting all all kinds of people. And I'm sure we're doing that right now. And that like in the future they're gonna say, I can't believe they did that to that guy. He was such a great guy. I can't believe they made Brahim like hmm. do this or do that or you know I don't know, man. It's it's pretty sad. But that's the, that's you know nothing is perfect and. There's going to be some flaws. It's going to be a rocky fucking... Always, movie. yeah. Is it scary that nothing is perfect? No. Me personally, no. Maybe I need to advance more in mathematics to reach uh, the level where they try to tackle the open uh, problems I told you about. And then, the, uh, yeah, some people spend their, all of their lives trying to solve one problem and it doesn't work. But then imagine if it did work. Like, imagine they solved the problem. I feel like if you solve problems, there's a sense of like, fuck, now what? <laughs> you know? And now the, 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 there will always be different problems, you know? Right. Yeah. And all, like you can always tackle uh, and and get uh, conclusions out of the problem that you solved, uh, how, how it's going to work and uh, how it's going to be helpful, you know? Yeah. There, there's uh, in, So I think in math, it's okay. It's, it's not going to be as big of a goal as the solving that open problem, but like still you will have something to do after solving it. But uh, in other fields, yeah, I get what you mean. Like after reaching this big goal, like uh, what do you do in life, you know? Yeah. 
the same concept I talk about when you finish a really good movie or a really good game or a book. You know, you feel like, fuck, what now? And like, you know, let's say you were a therapist or something. Let's say, would you rather like fix a hundred people that are easy to fix or fix the most complicated human being? For me, the most complicated thing. <laughs> <clears throat> I feel like a lot of people would pick that option as well. Yeah. You know, because it's just, it's so crazy. Like, yeah. yeah. What it it is do? an achievement. Right? Yeah. But like, we see it as fix. It's a weird thing, you know? Like, I'm going to fix this person. Like, uh, isn't yeah. that weird? Like, No, it's, it's like, because it's, it, it is a fix. You're solving a problem that he had, you know? So it, it is a fix for sure. Like he, the guy who's seeking therapy is saying that uh, I have, I find myself weak in this area and I need to uh, some improvement. It's just the the concept of fix is so mechanical to me. In a way, we are mechanical. You yeah, know, we yeah. are very like we're this mechanic thing that we don't fully understand yet. But it just it feels weird. Maybe because I'm a human. You know, I'm I'm this animal. And I, I feel this special way about myself and the other beings that aren't like me. You know, like, well, you can't fix us. But even in general, as living creatures, to all of, it feels weird, like, like using the word fix. You know, like, heal. Heal is a great word. I like the word heal. Like, grow. You know? Like, a lizard loses its tail, grow back. This is a wide drift uh, word. <laughs> is it? Heal, yeah. Oh, fuck, man. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I, I get... Uh, yeah, the, maybe the choice of word can be better than fix, you know. But I want to help you. Yeah. Because if I want to fix you, I think there's something wrong with you. I diagnose this issue. And I want to go in there with my tools and play around. You know, a surgeon, he okay, because it's very mechanical, his work. But like a therapist, it's very difficult to use the word fix. But like, they don't usually use fix they say I'll help you. Let's talk about it, you know, and stuff like that. Th- that's what I see in movies, you know. <laughs> Did you hear about the dermatologist that uses sperm on his patients? Oh my God! His Why? Own sperm? I don't know. It's just, I heard about this shit, bro. Man. I forgot. But like he put, he uses his sperm and like all his like on his patients. <laughs> nice fix, you know. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking terrifying, bro. He's not fixing anything with that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he needs he needs some fixing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's, there's a lot of people that need fixing. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, but then again, like, uh, who doesn't need fixing? Like, some people you can say they're perfectly crazy. Yeah. You know, like, oh, like, Brahim is perfectly insane. You know, like, this is perfect level of insanity he has <laughs> to, to be as creative. Like, he's not so perfect. He's not so, like, crazy where we want to put him in, like, some facility. But he's just the right kind of crazy where he's figuring out these beautiful formulas. And he's drawing them all over the walls. You know, if I gave you, like, a, a white pen, could you film all my walls up with random formulas that look cool? Like, yeah, I can I can Google some formulas and look uh, good. Like, if, if let's say I was shooting a movie and I wanted some guy to, like, I wanted a scene of some guy writing formulas. Could you just sit and write formulas for an hour that are random, but look like they make like sense? Like, I, I need to practice before, like, m- make sure uh, what I'm go- going to do, but, like, yeah. Really? Yeah. I think that's, like, the point of being a mathematician, just to be like, look... I'm going to write some serious shit right now and just start writing. <laughs> like, if I knew math, I'd just go up to random, like, I would pretend to be a professor at a university and walk into random lectures where the teacher is not there yet and just start writing shit. <laughs> People would look at me like, fuck, I'm try- trying to keep up, but I can't. <laughs> this guy's writing so much no, you know? Just, I, I look at people and I say, oh, shit, this is the, I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> <laughs> this is not my house. <laughs> and I walk out. 
thought I was in my home. <laughs> Act like an old guy with dementia. Like, yeah, th- this would work with ro- uh, robots, you know. But, like, with the human beings, uh, they would start attacking you after a few minutes. Unless it's it's a mathematics course, you know. And uh, you'd say, uh, tell them, hey, I'm uh, my the professor is not going to come today. I'm, I'm going to come uh, instead. And no, I, I doubt they'll attack you, bro. If you walked into, like, a honey-making course <laughs> and start, people would just laugh. Like, what the fuck is that? Oh hey, like, they would laugh at you, like. This yeah. is a form of attacking, you know. <laughs> is it? I think it's like when people like make fun of you in a in like a laughing way. It's a different kind of pain. Like let's say you're sensitive to that, which I understand some people are. Um, it's a different kind of like, but the word attack is too strong in my opinion to use in that kind like, of scenario. Like yeah, yeah, it's it's not a, like it's some form. I said it's not it's not attack, but like uh, no, no one likes to humiliate themselves unless uh, except for Nathan, you know. <laughs> I think more people should humiliate. Like when you humiliate yourself, you don't just get humbled by it, but you you get way stronger by humiliating yourself. Like uh, I had, uh, like we all had these moments where we uh, when we fall in front of uh, hundreds of people and then they all look at you and laugh. You know, it's it's not fun. It's not enjoyable. Uh, you would wish that you didn't uh, uh, fell that day. You know. It's so funny how we find the idea of falling funny. Like. like <laughs> Yeah, like man. this person almost died. <laughs> <laughs> Holy like shit! He, this he guy almost, hit his head and he's on the floor. He almost broke his bone. <laughs> like this guy almost cracked his neck on the street. Yeah. Ah, but like fell. usually, usually we laugh at boys and uh, younger people. We don't laugh when see, we see. Uh, I I don't laugh when I see uh, an old man uh, fall, uh, falling. But uh, unless it's it's like the the way he falls, it was very, very funny. Like when you get old, man, you're gonna feel there's a certain thing that you're gonna enjoy because you're so fucked fucking done with life at that age that you're just like you know what fuck you hey you you want to help carry my groceries young man you you want to help help me up the stairs but you're not going to be you're not shy anymore i feel like when you get to that age to just ask for help because you're so physically tired from having all these health conditions you know what i mean just like you you're like fuck you all you know you better help me you're young you have muscles but like not, not all people are like this i i know like some people that are really old and they they uh always do their own stuff you know and they they bring their their glass of water although they can ask ask their maid or their kids but like they go do it themselves you know it, it depends on the nature of the person true true like some people are like don't like and some people who need help hate yeah, hate yeah, people helping yeah. them like um, you know, hey, don't touch me, leave me alone. I, like if you see a guy like get fall on the ground and you try and help him, some people will be like, hey, leave me alone, <laughs> don't help me out, because to them it's like uh, disrespect. I'm already like I don't care. Like I'll ask. I'm starting to ask for help like at this age. Yeah. Because like fuck it, if I'm gonna do that anyway when I get old and weak, you can just ask for a hug. You know. You can. You can, and that's a part of that's a part of like the humiliation I was talking about. You need to humiliate yourself. Sometimes. Have you ever gone like a couple months without anyone like giving you a hug? Like, yeah. Mm. Did you feel shitty? No. Not even a little bit? Like, like hugs can, can give, like you can't survive without hugs, you know? I mean, technically, we're not supposed to survive without if, like uh, human affection. Okay, if not, you can give someone a dollar just to hug you. So you're gonna like prostitute people? <laughs> no, I'm not. You don't need to give someone a dollar. To, to get them to hug you yeah it's sad bro because like we, we we're so precious in a way like we're also precious like people like put so much belief in themselves at this one thing like if i believed i was the best mathematician 
And then let's say one day I discover I'm, I'm like a horrible mathematician because I couldn't solve this and everyone else could at class. It's just this formula for some reason I couldn't understand it, you know? <laughs> uh, I, but I don't think uh, of it in this way, you know? No, uh, everyone knew how to solve this stupid part and I, I couldn't. It was so easy, like, uh, what's wrong with me? Maybe I'm, I'm a horrible mathematician. No, I, I didn't feel this way, you know? How do you think you came to this conclusion that it's not a personal thing? It's just I can't figure this out for some reason. But it's not not because I'm like a shittier version of these other people. Because you you acknowledge that you're stronger in other areas, I guess. So it's it's not like you you can't figure anything out. It's just this concept. Uh, and actually, in other areas, you figure things out. Yeah, I think like one of the scariest things about school is there's only like twenty things to be good at. There's like PE, math, biology, chemistry, physics. If you're not good at any of those things, you're like a fucking failure. Um, yeah, like, uh, yeah, it's it's wrong. But I, I remember my professor uh, in university he told me once, like, uh, it's okay if people don't want to do a lot of, uh, like, they didn't want to excel at university. They don't want a 4.0 GPA. They just, uh, maybe they, they like art more. They, they're doing art on, the, on their own, but, like, they're, they're doing something valuable with their time. Maybe they like playing football and then they're trying to be a... a professional football player yeah like there's nothing wrong with that yeah you just you just figure out uh it, maybe it's not school you tried you, it didn't work so you just figure out where, where you should excel where you can excel and like imagine not coming across that you know like, yeah it's fucking devastating yeah it, it is depressing because yeah, everyone guess. tells you you're a failure yeah and, and you can't prove yourself in any other area so like you have no reference point to where yeah. you did something right yeah yeah and let's say you're really good at something but you just don't see it as a skill yeah like i don't know let's say you're really good at making your friends feel better when they're sad that's yeah. a fucking scale but like yeah. you don't look at it that way so you keep seeing yourself in this shittier way and it keeps progressing and progressing yeah, and you hear no compliments and uh, everyone's attacking you because school is is the uh like the, you should have it as your main goal as a, as a kid that you should get better grades and stuff yeah it's, it is uh it is sad the more you sit like in your room festering like recently I haven't been able to do an episode for a couple of days and I've been going crazy. Yeah. Like, Oh my God, I need to do an episode. And, uh, cause when I have edit, when I have shit to edit, when I have shit to prepare, when I have an episode to upload, I feel healthy. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's the same thing. Like we begin to just yeah, sit and like, and like you need to be productive. Yeah. When you don't have anything to do, you're more prone to just sit and reflect about bad shit. Yeah. You know, because it's like preparing, it's like somehow you think that th- sitting and festering all this negative shit in your head is going to prepare you for when the negative shit happens. But that's mm. only applicable to a certain point. Mm, maybe, yeah, yeah. Like true. if you overdo it, it's going to hinder your ability to counter that negativity or that issue or that problem. True, when Because you, you've thought about it so much, it's, you've, it's destroyed yeah. your confidence in yourself in that situation. Or and whatever. you can't really control uh, what you think about like if I if I can wish for a superpower, it would be like the, to to control my brain and like make it think the way I want it to think. Listen, there's always an excuse, but yeah. like, and there's always a, it's always cool to some degree to say there's no excuse, but at the same time, sometimes like we have a certain level of we're not perfect beings that can tolerate pain in such high levels of intensity like a fucking buddhist monk who can just you know what i mean like we have limits you know so when things get too difficult we say fuck it i want to be lazy now and that makes sense you know because it's really hard to do something like to be that perfect like no one all year round yeah for sure 
Like all the time in such difficult situations and like unless it's something you fucking love. Yeah, or like, it's work, uh, your work, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like it depends on your work. Your work doesn't have to be perfect. Like yeah. if you love your work, your work will be like pretty darn close, but never perfect. Yeah. To your if you have good, high standards. What's insane is like when I finish that game or that book and I'm back to realizing, oh fuck, there's nothing else to do, and I can't find a game that good or a movie that good or a show that good right now or a book that good fuck i just have to look google please best books of all time metacritic uh, you know you, you you start researching and it's so hard to find good books to be honest books are the hardest thing yeah i think so like it's so easy to find a good movie but to find a good book is hard like i i listen to my books because i fucking fuck reading bro i don't want to hurt i've read a couple books like I, you know, I went from like being dyslexic to reading one book that's like 900 pages because it was such a fucking good book. That no. I read it, you know? Which one? Is uh, uh-huh. Like Shantaram, which was like a 900-page book. I listened to it. And then The Mountain Shadow didn't have an audio version. Okay. It was part two. So I'm like, I don't give a fuck. This is a really good book. I read it in like two months. Nice. Which is, I don't know, that's crazy for me, you know? But like I then I tried looking for books that good. You know, and I couldn't find anything. Like, I've, I listened to, like, 30, 40, 50 books. There are millions of books. I'm sure you're, you're going to find something interesting. I, I found a few that were all right, but yeah. nothing. It's like it was my Quentin Tarantino of books. Yeah. You know, like, I've, I showed you the Quentin, Tino, Quentin Tarantino catalog of movies. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I, I, what did, like, you see what I mean? Like, there's something to really appreciate. Man, Kill Bill for sure is, uh, can, can be seen. But like other movies, I get what you mean. No, Kill Bill is part of like the, you know, the grindhouse kind of theme style of movies where he's just doing it to be ridiculous. Like, But there are some really genuine yeah. moments in Kill Bill too. Uh, can you mention one? Just uh, to re- refresh my memory. Like when she was crying in the bathroom. When she, after, in the end of Kill Bill too. Oh. You know, that's a pretty fucking real moment. Yeah. You know, or like... Um, when she had a little bit of affection for for Bill at the end. Yeah. You know, like she put her hand on his hand after everything he did to her. Just, she, just, just to make, make it more and more crazy, I guess. it's uh, No, yeah. it's just she knew what she did. She f- f- fulfilled her desire to get revenge. And she felt a bit sad, probably. To be honest, if I hate someone to, to the extent that I'm going to kill him, I'm not going to be like after afterwards showing some affection to But if you love that person and you have a child with that person, you loved, you're going to feel something. If you love someone so much, you've, you loved someone so much at a certain point in your life and they did something completely horrible to you, there will always be a small part of you that will think of the good times and treasure that a little bit. Because, you know, that's kind of the fucking point of life in this pain is to treasure those beautiful gems of, you know, memories we have. Like, a lot of my most valuable things that I own are the memories I have. Like, the most devastating thing I could lose are my memories. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why when I once got knocked out, and I lost consciousness, and I physically changed. I felt like my brain was different after, like, getting hit really hard in the head once. I remember waking up the next day feeling different. And like feeling like something is broken here and I was so worried about losing the memories I had. You can take away everything from a person, but like when you take away their fucking memories, it's t- like, to me that's one of my biggest fears is waking up at a hospital, like not knowing who the fuck I am. And having, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, like, and it's someone fear. giving me my laptop and like, I can't remember my password. <laughs> you never told us. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are a lot of bad things that can happen to you. Like, like loss of memory, loss of sight, loss of hearing, you know, 
everything can be loss very, of very, limbs. <laughs> <laughs> everything can be very uh, devastating. Yeah, health is so so fucking interesting because health is so fragile. We never appreciate it until we get sick, and then for like a couple of days, I, like I had stomach pain this year, like for a long time, like a couple of weeks. Yeah, and then it went away. And now, like, I, I don't eat fucking, like, red meat anymore. And I'm just, I haven't had stomach pain. I'm still, it was so bad that I'm still appreciating my health. Which, like, it's been a week of no pain. But, like, that's how bad it was that till now I'm so thankful to have my health. Well, like, Thankfully. When you break a bone, have you ever broken a bone? Maybe. Well, that's an interesting answer. <laughs> like, uh, not, not uh, I, I don't think I've bro- broken, broken a bone. But like I had, a, I think fracture. You asked me this question many times, I guess. But uh, is it is it called a fracture? I think it can yeah, be like yeah, a, like in my in in my leg, uh, the opposite side to my calf. I don't know. Broken. Yeah. So it's not fracture. It's like a splint. It's like yeah. Uh, you can have a splint. Yeah. yeah. Like a, a small thing that just. Yeah. I I get what you're saying, but. Um, like you've never had a cast, right? No, it, it was like just uh, on my leg, just to. Uh, it, it wasn't like a cast. Cast. Okay, it was like a thing you you put yeah, on, you like put with Velcro. Remove, and yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because like when you have a cast on your limb, it's the most bizarre thing in the world. Because I've had it like a couple times. Yeah. Um, when you when you when you have the cast, like you you start not being able to move your arm, so you start learning how to not use your arm anymore. So you lose all the muscle in your arm and your arm smells really bad you can't shower it you start putting things inside to scratch it and you get this thick layer of dead skin yeah and in a couple weeks like maybe six eight twelve depending on the fracture you know 16 weeks even they remove it they saw it off with this thing that doesn't saw your skin just saws the cast off and they rip it it feels like someone's ripping you like this innocent animal out of its out of its like uh you know, cocoon, it's being pulled out of its innocent little safe space and it's being exposed to this rough world. And it feels so weak because it has no muscle and it's so cold because yeah. the cast was keeping it warm and it's in the cold air and it smells horrible and there's that skin all over the place and then you have to move it and you just grab it and you put it on your shoulder because it's so fragile. You take it home and you slowly wash it and you remove all this fucking dead skin off your dead arm and then like, you learn to like be so gentle with it for a couple of days and you start learning how to use it again and when, within a couple of weeks the muscle comes back like magic it's insane yeah man you were talking about it i felt like you were talking about your baby you know? it feels like a baby <laughs> yeah like limbs are so it's valuable weak and yeah like imagine i didn't have this it would be so hard to just do everything yeah. you know like i had this cousin who was really like i love him from my heart uh, who like got shot in the back and like lost like his ability to move his legs and eventually like one leg got like infected and they had to cut another one off and they had to cut the other one off it was crazy like they kept on cutting limbs off him and he was like man his situation was rough yeah. like he, he had this thing over his bed I remember like every time I'd, he'd be laying on his bed every time I'd come on a visit he'd pull himself up and like he was so nice to me every time I'd see him, you know. But he was in fucking pain and he was miserable because of his health situation. Yeah. But then he gets used to it, you know. Like when you see a blind person, you're like, "Holy shit! How can you do that? It's crazy. How do you memorize the steps from the grocery store to your house and just to risk, yeah, getting lost in, the, in this wilderness of a planet, like just to go buy groceries, you know?" But 
you get used to it, you know? And you just know that eventually that feeling goes away and you become okay with that. You know, that's that's how we get through that tough shit, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Do you think, do you think that's the right answer? Yeah, like uh, when, when you lose some parts of your body, you would develop uh, skills in, in other areas, you know, to compensate for that. You know what's crazy? They say when you lose a limb, you can still feel it. Isn't that fucking scary? It is, man. It's like losing a loved one and still feeling them. Yeah. It's crazy. Fuck. Man, it's painful. <sighs> a lot of things are painful, you know? <laughs> like, but again, without the pain, we wouldn't enjoy the, the pleasure or like, without, without like the dark shit, we wouldn't enjoy the, the bright shit, mm. you know? Because without light, you can't see the dark. Without dark, you can't see the light. I I tend to I have a different theory. What's your theory? I'm but curious. like like there's bright and brighter, so I I would appreciate the brighter more. You know, like I don't have to see darkness to uh, appreciate uh, uh, light. But you can't see the light without the dark. Like you physically can't. But but the, there is a light. Like, like the sun can be extra sunny today. You know. But if there's no such thing as dark, you know what I mean. You can't physically see light anymore. Does that make sense to you? Like, it's impossible to see light. Like, you mean scientifically? The, 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 yeah. The... Like, without any light, okay? Like, there's no light in this room. You won't be able to see the darkness anymore. Darkness, for sure. But, like, light, I, I think it's different. Like, having one sun or two suns is different, you know? Like, if you have two suns, it's going to be much more brighter than Why one sun. Why do you have so many kids, bro? <laughs> I'm, I'm, all I'm saying is, like, physically speaking, if I took... If I turned off all the lights in this room, you wouldn't be able to appreciate yeah. the darkness. Because, like, we can see shades of darkness right now. But with no light source whatsoever, you can't see or perceive any kind of darkness anymore. It, 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 like, yeah, if, there, if there's no light, I can see why you, can, you can't see the And it's the darkness. same thing other way but, around. But I don't see how it applies other way around. Okay. Like that's why you turn on more lights in any room to to make it uh, brighter, you know. So so there there is bright and brighter, but like you mean maybe maybe you mean like you know, uh, f- making everything f- fully bright. Uh, it would be. Uh, if there's no darkness. There's yeah. no reference. There's it no be way f- to fully bright. between the lights. Okay. It's okay. just it's just a, it's just a normal state. It doesn't okay. become a special state okay. anymore. Okay. Maybe maybe yeah. And now I'm getting more sense of what you're saying. Right. Yeah. Maybe. You know, it's, it's crazy. People see kids as little version of themselves, right? But in reality, they're going to be so fucking different from you and out of your control in that way. Like, it's not very often where a kid is going to want to be exactly like their father. So it's, I, know, I know a lot of people who, who, who are doctors and they're the, the sons of doctors, you know, and uh, engineers as well. is it they wanted to be or is it because they wanted to follow the family path? They felt some yeah, obligation. They, like, no, they wanted to be, but like they, they, uh, they were v- first exposed to uh, medicine and they liked it. So, so they said, OK, I'll do it, you know. You don't think a good percentage of them were just like kind of pushed that direction? 20 years ago. Yeah. But like now, I think it's different. Why? Some what people changed? still some people still do it. Uh, one of my friends, uh, uh, his uh, his parents want him to be a doctor. They, they're not a doctor, but like they wanted him to be a doctor, and uh, they kept pu- pushing pushing him. He started med school. First year was general science, uh, and he did some tests and failed all of them just to tell them. No, I, uh, although he ha- had very good grades, if he studied, he would have passed. But like just to tell, uh, make a statement, and he transferred to. Uh, uh, computer science, uh, yeah, 
it is like and people are, are not uh they now they're doing what they like more often than than before one of my really good friends i have a very similar story uh he he's burmese from myanmar uh he, <laughs> his parents wanted him to be a doctor too and like he did it for a year and then he dropped out and for five, four or five or three years, I forget exactly how many, he pretended to still be in university, <laughs> studying to be a doctor. And they eventually found out because it was time for graduation or, or he just fucking told them because it was getting ridiculous. They were like sending him money to pay for the school. And he was just fucking chilling and playing Dota 2 and shit. <laughs> and then he eventually got caught, bro. And like he, then he came to my university in Thailand. And I like, we were fucking tight. We were homies. It was really cool. And uh, yeah, man, it was crazy. Like... I can't believe he did that to his family. And I was recently talking to one of my good friends. You know, I was asking, what's his biggest regret? And he told me, like, my father, um, like, paid a lot of money for my university, and I dropped out. And I feel guilty, because that was a lot of money he paid, you know. And, like, he felt so guilty that he made his father waste that money when he could have used that money in other things. And he just felt like a disappointment. And his father, and his, like, you know, father would rub that in a lot. Yeah, and um, in the end of the day, like uh, you're not ne- not really gonna do it perfectly, and you just have to be okay with that. And aspiring to be perfect is fucking ridiculous, because y- you'll never get there. And you know, like today I was shaving my head, and I kept on finding another fucking hair somewhere. And I was running back and forth to the bathroom, like getting this other one. Oh shit, there's another fucking. <laughs> Like, it was so fucking annoying, bro. You spent, like, three hours shaving your head. Like, I usually do it in the shower. I shave my head, right? But then I kept on finding mistakes. And yeah. I just wanted my head to be perfect. Because, like, I like it to be like a fucking table. You know what I mean? Like, like it's like the dust on this table that I began to clean because people kept on fucking just making to be fun more of me. <laughs> you know, like, why do you have such a dusty table? I'm like, fuck you, I'm going to clean it now, you know? Yeah. Just to be more comfortable putting the beer on your head. Just to be a little bit less imperfect. <laughs> yeah. And that's all we're going to aspire to be. Yeah. It's crazy, you know, I'm always trying to have, like, such a perfect ending. Sometimes I, like, I'm repeating myself. I'm, like, doing all these horrible things. I'm making these mistakes in my episodes. But I'm like, the ending is where I'm going to get it. You know, and then... it's time you know it's like it's fucking time to end the episode and like I can't think of anything cool to say so I'm just gonna have to say you know Mr. Rape signing off (laughs)